What kind of Pokemon are you? And how do you do the things you do? You are now going off with Rap Critic and Muse. I'm feeling good this week. We got some fun music to listen to, specifically after my own heart uh, this week, because in addition to the Ariana Grande, we're going to be looking at some uh, Pokemon-related hip-hop shit. And as someone who has been playing Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon, the, uh, the Alolan games, in order to keep my fucking sanity, it, <laughs> it, it, it was quite a treat to be like, oh, hey, look, all these references I, I now know more of because I've been playing these later games. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what the Z-move is. I got you. <laughs> It is nice to listen to, you know, a poker rap that, you know, isn't corny. <laughs> like, you know, the, don't bug me with the caterpillar. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you remember that original shit? The fucking, what, what was that one lyric that I always remember throwing me off? You remember the poker rap, right? Yeah. Where they'd be like, you know, saying some of the names, but then, you know, the guy would be talking in the middle, sort of chatting, you know? And there was one part where he said, like, uh, ghastly with the gas, one wrong move and it'll kick your grass. And I was remember being like, whoa, could you could you do that on a kid's cartoon in the night? Kick your grass? Ooh. <laughs> being a little edgy there, Pokemon. <laughs> with the little uh, play on words there. Is poison uh, super effective against grass? I believe so. So, oh, okay. because I remember, yeah, I remember recently I played against some sort of mushroom-looking Pokemon, and I did a poison attack against him, and I'm pretty sure mushroom is grass-type, so, yeah. Oh, I guess <laughs> mushroom could be poison, but no, poison would be immune to poison, so it, it, it wouldn't have uh, taken the attack. Oh, yeah, and there was a cottony, which is also a grass-type that I beat the shit out of with a poison move, so. You know, so, man, uh, we could go on a whole tirade about Pokemon that you would imagine <laughs> would be one type, right. but isn't, <clears throat> like... I'm still confused as to how Porygon is a normal type. Look at that motherfucker. I, I don't Tell know. Tell me that. I mean, I don't know what it might fit into. Maybe electric, but that shit ain't normal. It's a like, computer virus. Like, like I said, like digital electric. Doesn't that immediately make sense? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it's because, like, oh, because he can convert to different programs. <sighs> this was the late 90s understanding of uh, computers and programs. <laughs> it, it's got the hard drive that can convert it to the MP4. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's kids in the 90s. They, they, they don't really know what technology words mean yet. <laughs> you can just say gigabyte and terabyte, and their little minds can... will explode. Just, oh, wow, that's the future. Yeah, it download the different type. Yeah. It, it. Oh, God. It's, it's starting to just sound like a fucking, uh, I bring it up too often, for the George Carlin <laughs> intros. What? Uh, I'm downloading and upsizing. I'm uploading it. Oh, man. I'm the, I'm the futuristic man on the go. <laughs> Oh, like, comedy from the late 90s where they're, like, joking on this new internet thing. What's the, what's the deal with this internet? Hey, uh, uh, you know, you have to type in a bar. In the, in the bar? I'm used to that being a place I go for drinks. Oh. <laughs> you know that type of shit? Oh, my God. I remember there was this one Dennis Leary special, uh, you know, the one that's, like, super serious looking because he's, like, you know, Irish Catholic, so he's got to make it look like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm affronting the religion, but, you know, having this darkly lit, you know, whatever the fuck, you know, he had that intro that looked all, like, dark and shit in the outro where he was, like, going off and shit. Uh, you, you remember what special I'm talking about? I've my never mom watched a, a Dennis Leary of... special in my life. You can't pay me. 
Uh, <laughs> see, I when I was a kid, my mom had a tape of like all these comedy specials. So like, I'm a big comedy head, and I used to like watch all those shits all the time. <laughs> And, and I'm sorry. I hate to spoil it. I'm reading ahead of what I wanted to quote the George Carlin thing, and it's worse than I remembered. Oh my god! So well, the quick thing I was yeah. gonna bring up was Dennis Leary saying, "Uh, uh, you know, he's getting mad at something, and he goes like, oh, this is bullshit. www.whatthefuck.com.' And it's oh. just like the audience is busting a gut, and I just remember you was giving me like, it's not that funny. <laughs> oh, get it? I recognize the internet exists. Like." <laughs> I'm a modern man, man for the millennium, digital and smoke-free. I'm a diversified, multicultural, postmodern deconstruction that is anatomically and e ecologically incorrect. I've been uplinked and downloaded. I've been inputted and outsourced. I know the upside of downsizing. I know the downside of upgrading. I'm a high-tech lowlife, a cutting-edge, state-of-the-art, and bi-coastal multitasker, and I could give you a gigabyte in a nanosecond. There is seriously... Six paragraphs of this, and that's only half of the first one. I've always been impressed as to how he can remember the whole thing, but literally none of it's funny. <laughs> yeah, he would do that, right? Where he's like, goes on like this clearly like memorized thing where it's just like, oh, this is my deconstruction by using all of these buzzwords and putting them together. But it's just like, but it doesn't mean anything and it's not leading to anything and it's not actually deconstructing anything. And it's just like... You're just saying these words that people know, and it's getting a laugh purely because these are new words that people know. <laughs> you know, like, I, oh, I always thought the applause he gets is literally just because he was able to remember all of it. Right, right, yeah, yeah, that because was kind of like, yeah. The, the end of the first, the end of the, I almost said verse. Like yeah. you'd imagine, because he does this thing right where he ends a paragraph, and the audience thinks he's done, and he keeps going. Mm. He ends the first paragraph with, I interface with my database, my database is in cyberspace, so I'm interactive, I'm hyperactive, and from time to time, I'm radioactive. Picture that's a song, right? <laughs> and that's the line that goes into the chorus. That's well, whack, you, George! It's you know what's funny? Weak. That would actually kind of work as a song, because it's like, oh, you know, like, I, and I'm radioactive, ah, going into this crazy thing. But with this, with that just being the, but um, boom, huh? Active? Well, this type of active and that type of active, well, I'm using, remember that radioactive word, huh? It's like, it's like with these words, too, get it? You know a lot of suffixes, George. And, I'm right, impressed. <laughs> you know, I, I liked it better when he was just saying a list of curse words. <laughs> <laughs> It's always a gimmick. It's always a listing gimmick with George. But up first this week, we've got to toss it on over to Ariana Grande with Sweetener, requested by B. Angelo. We reviewed uh, Thank You Next when it was new. That's right. That's after this one, yes? Yeah, uh, Sweetener, I remember, is the first album that really got my attention, like, completely with Ariana Grande because... There were singles that came out before this, like um, Dangerous Woman. Dangerous Woman was from the album before. I remember that one. Yeah, I like that one. That one that one was hot. And it was like, ooh, oh, what's going on over here? Right? Huh. <laughs> I feel like I've been sleeping on you. I, I gotta now wait a minute. <laughs> I, I gotta see what you've got going on. And then Sweetener dropped, and man, when I tell you, this is a little spoiler for the review. The singles on this album, they don't fucking miss. Yeah. Just about everything else, though. 
Yeah! Uh. <laughs> it was so that moment where I was just like, oh man, I remember this single, and then it was just like, hmm, about the, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of hmm. See, when we talked about Thank You Next, I remember being like, man, I, I remember liking Sweetener more than this album. And it's been a minute since I went back and listened to Thank You Next to the album in full. Uh. But man, ah, uh, it didn't hold up, Sweetener. Yeah, you know, I, I, like I was thinking about the uh, uh, Thank You Next because I remember that. That I remember holding up at least, uh, you know, like just as well as one would expect a good pop album to, right? Because it had some cool experimental shit. I remember it sampled that RZA uh, song, Tears. I remember, like, falling head over years for that for, uh, for that shit. You know what I'm saying? And in general, like, this album is before that one. Yeah, it's got to be because she's talking about uh, the guy she was... De- I think one of the songs might be about Mac Miller. And and this is, like, her going into dating Pete Davidson. Old and Pete, I think, yeah. yeah, Thank You Next is her breaking up with him, right? So, yeah. like... That we we're, we're forced to know her chronology of relationships because of the how tied in her uh, music is with her personal relationship, and of course, you know it's part of like you know gimmick marketing, right? Like you know you like this artist, and now you're you're really gonna get a piece of them, kind of like Taylor Swift, you know? Like this, these yeah. are just records you're buying. This is a piece of their soul that you're getting. You know, they're really telling you about themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. But what sucks about that is that it does really date things, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> So, Having a song called Pete Davidson dates oh, this album man. immediately. Look, I just the fact that she specifically called, named it after him. It's like, uh, man, I didn't want to talk about this average ass motherfucker. Now I have to. <laughs> I feel so bad for everyone involved. Because, goddamn, what a what an easily avoidable set of circumstances and events we've got. All you have to do is just not name the song that. All you have to do, that's all you had to do. <laughs> and you didn't it have to do like, it, Ari. Yeah, it's, like, it. oh, it's about someone, and you can infer, but man. I'm happy has... for you, all right? right? Y'all seem really happy, that's great. At the moment, yes. <laughs> it's not that, like, people from different, you know, things can't, like, you know, come together and find their own personal moment. No, sure. Them. But, goddamn, these two were just so, like, fucking... In different stratospheres of just what you expect from them. Like Ariana Grande, you know, young pop star, doing her thing, might be, you know, someone to look out for. Looks like she's got some explosive singles. There's definitely a lot of talent in there, you know what I'm saying? And Pete Davidson, <clears throat> oh yeah, the guy who's on SNL who who jokes about how he's smoking pot. And the, the joke is that he's, you know, this young kid who doesn't really care about anything. He's, he, you know, you can hear it in his delivery. He just he's doesn't so care. He's so aloof. Yeah, he's all he cares about is smoking weed and and having those Casper sunken in dead eyes he has where he looks like it's an, an unborn person. He, he's the king of New York. Uh, I can't stand for this Pete Davidson slander to go oh, on. Oh, is that any a fact? Oh, he's got mean, the people chuckling. Uh, I, I I don't personally know anybody that thinks Pete Davidson is funny, but I'm sure they're out there. Like, I remember trying to, like, watch one of his specials, and it was just like, oh, is that, is this really it? It's just like, I'm up here, and see, I, I mean, I don't really care, you know? This is like, oh. is this, is this what, this is what the mainstream considers, like, the, the millennial comedy, right? Like, because it's this guy who looks like he doesn't care, right? Like, yeah, he doesn't care if you last at the jokes, you know? He's, he's just completely impersonal, eh? eh you know, that's me. Like, it just feels <laughs> like that's all he is. And it's like, I don't even want to, like, feel like I'm, like, coming for his life, but it's just like, 
you know when you're trying to look, we're like, I'm trying to find something to like you about, and, and it's just, you're just like stonewalling me and not giving you're me, not any, giving me any damn thing. This album starts out in a very interesting way, okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you get the first track, it's 37 second acapella track, produced by Max Martin. I don't know what, what? he did. How? <laughs> yeah, it's an acapella, what the fuck? He hit record. Thanks, Max. <laughs> anyway. He hit record again when she went back to do the second take, uh, singing over the, the, you know, to sing the melody, you know what I'm saying? Someone had to do that, you know. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. I think it's yeah, pretty it's attention nice. grabbing. Yeah. Very beautiful voice, very simple. I don't know if it's the perfect intro to this album. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, when I first heard it, I'm like, oh, okay. We all know, you know, she's a chanteuse, right? Like, she's a singer. You're here for these vocals. And then, like, yeah, she's giving you a little piece of that. And it's from, like, a 50s song. And she said it's, like, in tribute to those who had uh, passed from the uh, bombing that had happened at her concert. It doesn't even feel, like, slightly tied into it when you look at the actual lyrics themselves, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it sounds like it's about one specific person. I'm like, oh, it's about, like, oh, this is going to be, like, about the breakup. And we're like, and then it's like, oh, no, this is actually a tribute to several people who had died. It's like, well, it doesn't seem that way because it sounds like it's just about one person. It feels like you maybe should have ended it with this. Maybe. I mean, the most baffling thing about it to me is that... Blazed is right yes, after it. Because and that's exactly what I'm saying. Because it's like, yeah. What the fuck is that tonal <laughs> shift? Right, because you're I like got whiplash. This fucking Lupe Fiasco intro she's doing here, where it's like really serious thing. And then the very next thing is like, let's do the fun pop song. And it's like, huh? What? 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 So you can get blazed. We're gonna go from yeah. <laughs> and also because while. I don't mind Blazed. I think it's all right. You can get Blazed. It's not. It's like middle of the road for this album. Absolutely. And it was so weird hearing it because it's like, okay, when I hear that intro, I'm like, oh, right. This is who we're here for. The singer, the vocalist. You're here for, you know, give me those, give me those vocal runs. Give me that music. And then when I hear the first track, it's so the sort of like, we're focusing mainly on the production. This is a Katy Perry type song where it's like, sure, there's someone singing, but it, you're here for, like, the bop of, of the beat. And I was like, hmm, I don't know if this is... Like, there's something about this that felt like, I don't think Pharrell... Like, I think he's experimenting and doing the fun little, like, double-time thing that he kind of, like, started with Lemon, you know? But I don't think mm-hmm. he's, like, trying to fit his sound to her as I listen to this. Like, I think about, uh, and, you know, I know she hates the comparison to, like, Mariah Carey because she's trying to be her own person, oh, right? Yeah. But, like, who else is really coming with the vocals like that, right? She's the new age version yeah. of that, right? Like, let's admit, and, you know, she's still her own person. But, like, to see the parallels, it's like, in the 90s, yeah, they were doing the hip-hop production, but they were also making, like... If you listen to Honey, yeah, they're using, like, hip-hop production, a remix of this age joint, but it's still undeniable when you hear her vocals slathered all over that song. You know, it is her as a vocalist first, and then here's this cool beat underneath it. With this, it so much feels like I had a beat that I wanted to use, and yes, we've got her singing over it, but she doesn't you know, really feel like her singing is integrated into the track. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, at first, it'll be like, they're just kind of, like, trading off back and forth, and it sounds a little weird. And then, like, when she sings her melody finally, and it's just her, and she's allowed to, like, harmonize a little bit, I was like, oh, okay, that that's kind of what I was wanting. But it doesn't, like, stay too long. And it's, like, this feeling where you're just like, this song already feels like a remix 
two. Another, you know, it feels like there was an original yeah. beat that had more of the texture and layer of her vocals into the like you know fabric of the beat and then this is the remix where they're doing some more fun stuff where the you know how you've heard a remix sometimes and it's like it doesn't really sound like it fits with with what's going on in the beat but you you forgive it because like there's they're doing more you know with the music that you've already heard you know what i'm saying but with this it kind of feels like i'm not i, I feel i don't feel satisfied i want to hear what this originally probably sounded like you know that type of shit you know this followed um the nerd album no one ever really dies. So, <clears throat> Pharrell already had my attention because mm. I did really like that album um, way more than that first one we reviewed a few a uh, few months ago. Oh, wait, um, wait. First Nerd album? You mean the, uh, uh, we want to squeeze your boobies, that one? <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that album. This, this one, though, really strong production, went in some really, really interesting places, and a good bit of the production on the tracks that Pharrell is responsible for, if you had listened to the Nerd album, you could pick them out. Like, I could th- see th- it. This is a Pharrell beat. This, yeah. is, this sounds very much like that. Now, where that is the most glaring, and it is the biggest problem, I'm so glad we can get this out of the way right now, the worst fucking song on the album, The Light is Coming the light featuring is Nicki coming. Minaj. <laughs> So, I, I went down a rabbit hole with this, and I'm not blowing any covers here or any conspiracy theories. I'm not bringing anything new to the table here, but for those who may not know, there are so many similarities of this cut and Lemon featuring Rihanna oh. to where it got so annoying and how I was literally, like, annoyed with Pharrell. I was just like, this is so fucking lazy <laughs> you what you bitch. did here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, besides the fact that it starts with... I don't know exactly where, but I'm just going to venture to guess. In the top five worst guest verses from Nicki Minaj ever... Okay, this guest verse... Like, I heard it at first, and it's like that feeling where you're like, oh, Nicki Minaj, hey, she's throwing a couple multis, all right, you know, she had that one uh, lyric, she's like, uh, now you suck as benched, aw, your bum knee, but then she goes, now I'm the bad guy, call me Chun-Li, and she keeps referencing that, I'm like, I was like, oh, it's that time period, it's (laughs) Queen era Nicki, oh no. But it's like, god damn it, Chun-Li's not a villain. Look, I hate to I hate to be all calling out a, a, a someone for being a fake nerd girl on the internet because I I don't like that energy. But come on, <laughs> like it's she, not even like Chun Li was an enemy in the movie to where if you never played the games, maybe you might have seen the movie, and that's your reference point. Chun Li's never been a villain, all right? Like, does she just think so just because she has the spikes? Is that it? Did she just uh, <laughs> she just yeah, saw the spikes that. and was like, that's gotta be like a villain character, right? It's like, because I didn't even play Street Fighter like that, but I knew that shit. She was like an investigator or something. Yeah, she didn't fuck with M. Bison. M. Bison killed her family. <laughs> just dressing down this fucking song here. First of all, Ariana's flow is very similar to Rihanna's flow on Lemon. She so sounds like... Oh, is this how to rap it, Pharrell? I'll do it like this when the you know it's so. The light is coming when the yeah I don't <laughs> so unnecessary. Um, absolutely, the beat sounds like more than any other song on the album, 
a leftover from the nerd sessions of this is a beat I wanted to use, but For I didn't sure. get to, so I'm just going to throw it here. Mm-hmm. Now, whew, this this is the most annoying thing to me because I found this out while I was taking notes. In Lemon, there is a sample of Oh, wait a man. minute. That, yeah. Wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Sounded like wait, Barack Obama. Wait a minute. <laughs> so, the clip is... From a 2009, uh, like, political, like, town hall kind of meeting. Oh, yeah, I think I'd say, yes, yes, yes. And, and this guy gets up, and he's very unruly, and the guy who's, like, leading the event, or the politician who's, like, speaking, is trying to get this guy to, like, calm down. So he's like, wait, wait a minute, and Pharrell sampled it. In this song, there is a vocal sample oh my of, God. A, of a man saying... You wouldn't let anybody speak for this! You wouldn't let anybody oh, speak for this! Fucking take it the way they kept repeating it! I was like, stop! Now, this isn't cool! Besides the fact that it's an extremely, extremely obnoxious sample, <laughs> it's from the same video! Oh, he tried- The guy who says this? Is the guy that the other guy is saying, wait a minute, too. So, so he tried to fucking pull a Timbaland, you know, in that one song, Ugly, uh, at the end of it, where he was like, hey, uh, you know how this, uh, this beat sounds a bit like that Missy Elliott beat for, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Well, uh, <laughs> let's just show you how similar they are. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, so what? What are you going to do? I still got paid, bitch. Oh, my fucking God. So, yeah. Very similar beat, similar flow, the samples from the same fuck video. This screamed to me, you did not fucking care. Or, or maybe you wanted to maybe do a remix of that Lemon song, mm. and you wanted to put Ariana and Nikki on it, and it fell through. So it's right. like, oh, well, you know, I'll just make a song with just them. <laughs> And it'll be like a part two. Yeah, it'll seem clever like I'm referencing it, huh? Oh, it's absolutely not. And it's just the worst. Like, it's it's easily the worst cut on the album but, by a fucking yeah. country mile. And the Awkward, is, messy. Yes. And that other sample, it works. Wait a minute. Like, that's real quick. It's, it's in there. It's got rhythm in the to pocket. it. Yeah. But then yeah. you wouldn't let anybody speak. Like, what is he talking about? And it sounds like a fucking cartoon. Is this Mel Blanc fucking Tex Avery ass? What's going on here? And this, it sounds like fucking, yeah, Rick Moranis is, is angry in a corner some shit. Like, just the context <laughs> of it where it's just so divorced from anything. Like I said, like, if he had sampled maybe, like, a political actual thing that was said, maybe it would matter, but it just doesn't matter what he's saying. And it's just like, no. and what does that have to do with what the fuck is being said in the song? Because <laughs> someone tried to, I looked on Genius and like, oh, you know, it's kind of, it, uh, that, uh, uh, that <laughs> political uh, sample kind of gives a political leaning to the rest of the lyrics. No, the fuck it doesn't. No. No, it doesn't. Stop. Stop trying to give him credit. Right. He doesn't deserve it here. Um, but then R.E.M. is, in my opinion, a step above yes. the last one, obviously. I think it's but one of my still, favorites. Maybe probably because of the juxtaposition of what we just heard. <laughs> I thought it had really solid production, but that's yeah. really all I would give it. Other than that, I wasn't I wasn't wowed or I really don't remember much from this track. In my opinion, it's like middle of the road. 
I mean, I thought that one was all right because, like I said, you know, it was uh, you know talking about dreams and stuff like that, and I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like it put me in the moment of what the song was trying to you know be about, right? And so I was able to enjoy that, like, and immediately grasp the concept and glom onto it and enjoy that more a hell of a lot way more than whatever the hell was going on in the track before. <laughs> so it was just kind of like, hey, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> it sounded like if you went the other way, that could have been a very Gene Siskel. I know the song's about dreams, and uh, put me to sleep. Okay. Uh, stop it. <laughs> anyway, um, then God is a woman yes. is, in my opinion, everything up to this point has been the pre-show. <laughs> God is a woman is, in my opinion, when the fucking curtain opens mm. and this album has officially fucking started. Because track five. <laughs> yeah, track five, here we go. It's finally getting good. It's finally giving me something I could actually remember, and it's fucking catchy as hell. Um, I really like the God is a Woman, and also Sweetener, the, the fucking one-two punch of those two cuts. I think those are two of the best songs on the album, in my uh, opinion. That one I was a little cooler on, but uh, really, I, I, yeah, yeah. But I will give you definitely. God is a woman is such a is such a fucking joint. Um, I especially like it because you know it, it's in that Madonna sort of like a prayer thing where it's like you know religious illusion, but it does it in a way that is so much better integrated into like yeah. actually believing like the narrative of what is going on in the song than I feel like is in a lot of other songs, especially fucking Justin Bieber trying to trying to try his hand at the ooh, oh. religious thing but with the love song in there that was so fucking wonky but this does it i feel a lot better the only thing i feel odd about is throughout this whole album in general there's this thing where it's like you know i I gotta be hip hoppy and so i gotta say things with a bit of a hip hoppy cadence sometimes and it feels a little silly like it affects like when they're trying to when they're trying to write certain things it feels like uh, uh, hip hop has affected pop songwriting in a really mm. oddly negative way where it's like, oh, but you have to have the, the lyric where you're talking about the haters and pissing off the haters, you know? Like, it's just gotta be in there how you're dissing the haters and how you've got cash like that. And like, I guess that does come with the territory when Pharrell writes like 80% of the album. Right. Um, but with this song, it's like, I enjoyed a lot of it up, up to a certain point where she says a lyric like, and I can be all the things you told me not to be. And when you try to come for me, I, cu- I keep on flourishing. And like, I can enjoy that song like by itself in the context of her saying like, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a god and, you know, that sort of thing. But yeah. it immediately felt like the song was about being with someone and having an intimate sexual moment and being like, I'm going to show, you know, the deeper, like, you know what I'm saying? The deeper connection with the divine that the feminine has, you know, that's what it felt like it was going for. So to be like, you know, to have first lyrics where it's like, I'm going to show you, you know, the divine feminine, like that yeah. is so cool. And then to have the, but, but I'm a diss all the haters and I'm being what you don't want me to be. It's like, well, are you talking to the guys still? Because I thought we were going on a spiritual journey. You're like, what's happening? Mm. Like, so it just felt, felt kind of awkward. You know what I mean? It's like, no. I didn't really mind that. It's I like, never really thought about that bit too much. Yeah, it's one of those like, no, I'm rocking with you, Ariana. I get it. You, you know, you're doing the bravado, but it just feels like weird in the context of the song where the lyrics before were all about how like, I'm going to show you the, like, love it. And then it was like, but don't piss me off because I'm getting out the haters and they can't mess with me. And it's like, all right, but that doesn't work right next to what you were just saying. You know what I mean? Everything up to this point, um, Dangerous Woman, um, what's that other one? Um, that, that other, like, sexy song that predated this oh, one. Oh, uh, Side to Side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
there were a handful of songs that were like, yeah. But then when we fucking get, but you're different than the rest, and boy, if you confess, you might get blessed. See if you deserve what comes next. Right. Yo, that was what fucking Ariana was like. Nope, she is not here to fucking play. Goddess she level lyricism. Fucking ooh. <laughs> Like, I loved that, right? And it's so, like... The, the the blase confidence with which she delivers that line it definitely feels like the payoff that those earlier songs were kind of like leading up to, right? Like, yeah. you're so right. Then Sweetener, which I was cool with, but again, it had that, like, I, I, I like the production going on at certain points, but there were certain points where, was, where she would do like, you know, it was like a nice little twisting up melody where she was saying like, oh, when... Uh, you find that life is hard and it's sour and da, 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 you know the melody's yeah. going up and building and I enjoyed that and then it was just like and then you get it get it get it get it hit it hit it flip it flip it huh, bitter, I love bitter, that bitter, gotta do the future <laughs> trap flow bitter, bitter, bitter. I thought it was weird the first time I heard it but that shit fucking grew on me <laughs> I, I can see that I can see it hit it hit it hit it flip it Twist it, twist it, mix it and mix it and mix it like Bop it. that was fucking hot <laughs> no I will say like. Pharrell's sheeshes, his ad-libs actually, like, kind of made it, like, a little cooler, you know? Because it was just, I like, it would be the off sheesh. the beat. Yeah, it would be right off the beat, just, like, a little sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> sheesh. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I wish that he did it more throughout the album. Because you get his own little verse emblazed, and I think we kind of wasted him. There. Yeah. We probably could have done something better. Yeah. With him. Uh, and then we get a little bit on Sweetener, but then I don't, I don't think he really comes back up again. Maybe no. on Borderline? Maybe? Um. I don't even remember, actually. But yeah, I feel like after that it was kind of, like he was still writing and producing, but other than that it was kind of hands-off, like, ah, but I don't know, like he added like a different fun little dynamic to the songs he was on, and I do really feel it. When he's not on them. Like, the next couple, I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah, successful, oh my god, successful. And every time. I think that was one of the worst ones. What was I just talking about earlier? Gotta sound like a rapper, right? Because the trap rap is what's cool now. So I gotta yeah. sound like I'm rapping about, you know. And, look, I don't have a problem with, like, you know, even if you're just, like, a, a, a rich person flaunting your success, whatever, you know. Hashtag do you think? girl boss, RC. Right, right. Slay, queen! <laughs> Indeed. But, it, <laughs> but it's like, it's one of those things where it's just like, it hits you the wrong way, because you're like, I know you're aping a hip-hop style, and the thing yeah. about the hip-hop style is that, you know, when black rappers that you know were previously poor are rapping about getting cash money, like, the undercurrent is, right? Like, we made it from poverty to riches, you know, you earn it, you earn, you know, you earn the brag like you're doing, you know? But when it's the Nickelodeon star who's been famous since she was a kid, <laughs> you know, she's still enjoying success? It's like, I mean, yeah, you know, fine. Like, I just can't muster any enthusiasm for that, right? You know? Like, it just doesn't matter. Like, it's not a surprise, surprise, like she's saying on the song, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, yeah, no, you were, the rich get richer. Yes, I knew that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, it can't feel too... I can't feel too happy for you. Yeah, so, you know? yeah, it just feels like a put on and specifically like aping the style specifically of people who are known for being poor and getting richer. It just feels like such a like, ooh, I wanna do what the what they are doing, you know? Like 
Especially when it doesn't sound effortless. Like, it sounds like you're trying. It, it, it well, because hmm. I, I want to say, like, yeah, it sounds like they're trying, but it still doesn't sound like enough effort was put into it. Because I remember specifically right. on the part where she's saying, like, I'm rich and successful. And I guess the point is that you're trying to make it sound like you don't care. But, man, there's something about, like, would you say successful, successful. And then you heard that little synth in the background, the little, meow, meow, meow. Like, it just kind of sounded like, <laughs> it just felt like it was undercutting. Like, yep, this rich person is rich. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah, who cares? <laughs> you know <laughs> um and i don't remember much about every time it's just kind of there it was a solid enough want you back joint um i think this was around the time where i started like enjoying the 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 general aesthetic of this album more so of the the deeper uh echoing uh synths you know the the sort of foggy echoey organ synths that are kind of happening on this one i think on breathing is kind of a uh, more prevalent Ooh. Like, I enjoy that musicality, and so I enjoy being in the moment of the music, and I feel like uh, every time was when the music as a whole started to really catch its groove, as opposed to the earlier tracks, which were all, like, jaunty and sporadic, and, again, felt like they were on another, <laughs> leftovers from another album. <laughs> the fucking hat trick of breathing, no tears left to cry, mm. and borderline. That's a really strong stretch mm, mm-hmm. for me. Uh, Breathing as uh, yeah. as a later radio hit, it was like kind of towards the end of the album's uh, cycle before yeah, yeah. Thank You Next. I thought it was like, okay, cool, well, we've got another one here. Uh, it's got a nice little guitar solo at the end. I think and, that's a really strong cut. And it's got a bit of that, uh, for lack of a better word, sophistipop or whatever aesthetic to it. Where it's oh, just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it sounds like it's about, um, a lot of people say, like, Dua Lipa is this too, where it's, like, responsible pop, <laughs> where it sounds like it's about, like, hey, don't go back to the person who screwed you over in the last relationship. Move on, you know? But this song's about, like, hey, you know, remember to breathe when you're going through these stressful situations that is life. You know, keep breathing. And I was like, huh, all right, yeah, people need to hear that. You know, breathing is very important. <laughs> and when the fucking music drops out, and oh, she's just, yes. just over that, and, ooh. and you hear that dissonant yeah. melody that she's singing, like, right before you hear the deep inhale as the drop comes back. Yeah. That's so, like, oh, yeah, okay, I get you. <laughs> I oh, get what yeah. you're doing here. <laughs> um, on the other side, I think No no Tears Left to Cry was the, the first. Smash. Yeah. That was the smash, the hey, I've got a new album coming out soon. Mm-hmm. This was the fucking eye catch. No Tears Left to Cry is... Man. Um, that intro alone. <laughs> am I going to say it's my favorite on the album? Because goddamn, it's still fucking... It still slaps. Yeah, it still... Years yeah. later, it still gets the job done, man. And, and, it's so fucking catchy. And you know what it is? Like, remember what I said earlier about the, you know, the hip-hop kind of putting it on to, like, sound cool? Oh. Here it fits. It like Ooh, fits, <laughs> like yeah. Uh, especially when you it has the slow intro and then the I'm picking it up, I'm picking it up, I'm picking it oh. up. Like that so works, that so clicks, you know. And this fucking boom, you're just vibing. You you can feel yourself timeless, jetting down the freeway, you know. This is a fucking mood. I really like this one. Um, the fucking beat on Borderline, too. Oh, that one's a bop. Goddamn. It's boppy. Pharrell was really coming through with this one. Moves My and shakes. only complaint... <laughs> you, you wasted Pharrell on that early cut, right? Yeah. And now, what the fuck is this guest verse from Missy? Missy? It's 
barely even. It was okay. Like, it was like one it or two lines. It didn't sound like her. I, I wouldn't have guessed it was her if it, if it didn't say so. There was like one or two lines where she said something about like, uh, thinking about you all of my days, which you chew on me like fresh grapes. There's something very specific about that that made me go like, ooh, that was just like a, a very, <laughs> like, you thought, you're thinking specifically about uh, the imagery she's she's bringing up when she says that. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Most of it was just kind of like, here I am, man, the Missy Elliott, and you know that I'm here, and I, I'm ramming on these beats these days because Pharrell seems to be giving me that second wind that I kind of that I kind of deserve, honestly, because I've been putting that good fucking. <laughs> you know, uh, I deserve to rest was, on my laurels. <laughs> it was the saddest fucking thing because I remember. God, I remember oh, this shit. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It was when Katy Perry did the Super Bowl halftime show uh, and yeah. brought out Missy Elliott, and Missy Elliott fucking had a new mu- a new music video out and the song was pretty good from what i remember and pharrell produced it and they yeah. were both like marionette puppets yeah yeah it's a very weird video from? but yeah. it's memorable and then she's on the fucking ariana album and had to tweet hey for anyone who might have seen my name or whatever, it doesn't know what I do. Check me oh, out on yeah. iTunes. Yeah, because it was, it was just like, oh, yeah, because there was a whole on. bunch of people after the yeah after the uh, halftime show. A whole bunch of like young people were like, "What's this, this Missy?" Missy? <laughs> oh, had to go on. The, on hey, I had some hits like uh, no. fifteen years ago. She didn't have hits. to. She didn't have to. She should still be having no. hits. God damn it, Missy Elliott, man. Uh, when we fucking. I think it was the MTV Awards last year where she did the little performance. It was like a little medley. Mm -hmm. And I think Sierra might have even been there too. And it was just like, here's all my hits. And they had like, oh yeah, because at the end of it, it was like in a corn maze. Yeah. Yes, that was incredible. How was that not the comeback? Right. How did that not work? I, what what does she have to do, people? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, I remember, I think it was like, when she was at the height of her fame, she had had a problem with, I don't remember if it was hypertension or something like that, but it was something where like it messes with your body in, in the weirdest way and it caused her to lose a lot of weight or something to that capacity where she had to kind of get out of the spotlight. But it was one of those things where you're just like, dude, like I remember like Missy Elliott was just like everywhere, and then it was just like, all of a sudden, it was just like, well, I guess she's just stopping doing stuff. And it was just like, what? Who wanted her to stop? Who, who said stop? Did you say stop? I didn't say stop. You know? But hey, Put you know. Back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know, celebrity, you know, they're people too, and they got to take care of themselves. You know what I'm saying? So, so far, you know, be all healthy and shit. But goddamn. <laughs> and unfortunately for me, that's kind of like the last highlight uh, of the album. Let me see. Better. Because it just kind of fades out from there. Better off. Uh, Good night and go is all right. Good night and go. Yeah, yeah, that one was all right. I, I like that one. I, I like some of the lyrics in that one, uh, especially how it like really felt like it was giving you like a story, like you were in that moment, right? Where she's saying, uh, "One of these days you'll miss your train and come stay with me." You know, we'll have drinks and talk about things and any excuse to stay awake with you. And you'd sleep here and I'd sleep there, but then the heating may be down again. And you're in the background at my convenience. And I was like, "Oh, so we might have to, you know, cut it a little bit because it's a little cold." Yeah, yeah. like I thought that. 
was really cute, you know what I mean? Like, really putting you in that mode of that lyric. So I, I thought that was a solid enough one. That that one did have really good production, too, and, on Good Good Night and Go. But, yeah, then the, the, the kind of penis oh, out with it. Davidson. You know what's funny? On the, uh, uh, I looked on the, the notes on Genius, and I remember she said, like, you know, when you get, like, a, a tattoo, that can be, like, gaudy, and, you know, it lasts forever, but it's not really, like, it doesn't really mean that much, but, like, in a song, like, yeah, that really lasts forever, you know? Like, that, that that's there, and it really means something that moment. It's just like, wow, so you literally just made, like, a musical tattoo on your album that will always be, like, no matter how much you like or don't like this album, this guy's now officially tied in with it forever. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's so smooth. Weird. I, I have... <laughs> I have a copy of this CD, and I'm just looking at it, and just to see the name Davidson, should have a picture of his fucking should have a picture of his fucking sunken and eyed ghost boy face right next to (laughs) as an emoji or something. (laughs) Yep, it's him. This is about him. (laughs) I would have been okay with that instead of the name. Right, have a little picture of (laughs) Davidson's face. What is that? Two D? What is that? Oh, no. Oh, man. Um, and then we get the aforementioned uh, Get Well Soon, which I thought was an all right. Yeah, um, it's like, it's like this is good because it's positive, but I don't know if I actually like it. You know, it's like, I like yeah, that this exists I, for someone who may need it. But. I, <laughs> I like the purpose, and I think it was very well-meaning. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really need it as a track, though. It wasn't that strong for me. Yeah. Uh, overall, I came away with a three and a half. I also gave it a three and a half. Uh, which was slightly higher than I thought it was going to be, but, you know, I can't lie, she's still, like, you know, a good vocalist, and there are definitely... Yep. I I felt like one or two war tracks that I, uh, like, um, enjoyed, you know, to put it over above the average. But, yeah, it, like, especially the earlier parts, where it was just kind of like, huh, I was expecting to just kind of ride with this, and I don't know, (laughs) like... It was a little rocky out of the gate. Yeah. It took a minute to, to fucking get smooth sailing, you know? Yeah. Up next, we've got Trap Ketchum by Shofu, requested by Neon D. I'm yeah, guessing that's how you pronounce that's that. That's what I see, yeah, yeah. 15 tracks. Oh, man. Uh, and, oh, uh, more if you got a, a different version, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, hmm, I, did, was there, was there, were there some, uh, uh, references left unsaid <laughs> that, that we needed to listen to those, uh, other two tracks for? Because I think we got them all. In fact, I think we, uh, uh, went around the bend and renamed a lot of the references to Pokemon on this album. Just to, just to make sure we got them, I guess. <laughs> RC, this album was very charming. At first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I hate to say, I hate to spoil it. No, but I, I feel I, you. I got sick of this real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the track. I'm looking at the ratings I gave the songs. God damn it. This album fell off a fucking cliff. Oh, no. <laughs> See? <laughs> I enjoyed it consistently enough, but it was uh, definitely no, sir. no, 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 no. <laughs> but it was definitely one of those things where I'm just like, are you just gonna keep saying the meowth line in reference to the money? Yes, you're getting pussy and money, and it's like a meow. Yeah, no, I see. I get what you meant. <laughs> I, I don't mean to draw too many comparisons here, but I don't really have much of a choice. 
friend of the show. We, we had him on the show in the very early days oh, of yeah. the show. Should maybe reach out again at some point. Mega Ran. Oh, yeah, you uh, back, back before it was putting out uh, full-length uh, records talking about personal shit and some real shit that he, that's going on. I remember he was putting out these EPs that were very specific. I remember, I mean, obviously, where you get the fucking name from, I remember he put out right. uh, a, an album or two that was just about, uh, each song was about a, robo, a robot master from Mega Man. So every track was specifically themed to be about one character. Yeah. And we, we kind of saw that a little bit when we reviewed uh, the MC Chris album. That you would have a song that is like, this song is all about Freddy Krueger. This song is all about this. This case, the whole album the is whole about one album. thing. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, man. You fucking already said it pretty much. When, when you've got, isn't it like over a thousand Pokemon are At like in point, the collective yeah. national decks? And you still managed to repeat some. He, oh, yes. Dittos, because people are copying him. Meows, uh, because... Oh, you know, Diglett. You know, right. Diglett's gonna come up a few times. Gloom, maybe. Yeah. <sighs> she drooling like Gloom, you know. At first, it was feeling like a personal challenge. To right. To see how many could be. And if that was the gimmick of, hey, check it out. Every single Pokemon gets referenced on this album. It'd be crowded as fuck, but at least I'd be like, oh, wow. Yeah. You fucking did it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's a certain element where we're just like, so are you, like, checking these off? Or, because there's no way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's no way you get, like, and you have guest verses on here. So, like, did you check with them to make sure that they don't say the same line? Because... (laughs) <laughs> no, he absolutely didn't. Yeah. Because there there will be different guest verses, uh guest verses, and yeah, they'll end up making the same references or the same jokes, and it's like, no! You can't have that! <laughs> they went for the exact same punchline. Why? No. So now I will say, like, the initial being able to just enjoy this of like, yo, I'm playing Pokemon and I'm listening to fucking, you know, Pokemon soundtrack on some real hip hop shit. You know what I'm saying? Not some like corny sound. Yeah. You know, like for the aesthetic of that and and that being like a whole vibe to like listen to, you know what I'm saying? If you're playing your Pokemon Go and you want some music, you know, that's in the vibe, like, yeah, this is definitely <laughs> for you all day, every day. But yeah, it, there comes a certain point where you're like, Okay, but you you didn't think that song just sounded like that one, so maybe you didn't need it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you absolutely didn't need fifteen cuts. Fifteen, um, like, uh, and it's not that there aren't any good fucking lyrics in here. Um, you know, there's especially like I said, if you're into Pokemon, like, you will especially enjoy some of these punchlines where he goes like, you know, uh, weak trainers wasting my time like they Zubat and Geodude stealing my money. I'm, you know, like, I don't love that wasting my time like Zubat and Geodude. It's like that. That's just like a cathartic. Like yes, you understand. <laughs> like fucking. Oh my god, uh, going into any into any goddamn cave and having to deal with these fucking Zubat. No one likes you, Zubat. <laughs> fucking. Uh, I execute him. I, I scramble the eggs. Like all right, that's clever. Yeah, he says, "Fuck with me now, Destiny Bond, bitch. You stuck with me now. Cash grow like grass. Ring the bell when I sprout. Seismic toss. Turn your whole world around. Like that type of shit is tight. You know." 
And if he could have done a thing where it's like, you know, he meticulously, you know, made sure he checked the references and was like, no, already used that one, can't do it. No, already used that one. Okay, we're just doing new. If that, if he would have done that, I would have called this a lot more of a solid joint. But yeah, because there's that, I'm not able to enjoy it. But I w do have to say, like, at the beginning of most of these tracks, I did enjoy the energy that kind of, like, bursted forth. Especially, like, Red, where he comes in where he's just like... Bitch, I'm flexing on my DS. Like, I just love that. <laughs> when he fucking rhymes BS with DS, though, it was yeah. like... Yeah! Oh. <laughs> he said, uh, beat your gym, I need my check. I need my badges, I'm here to collect. Boy, I look just like my champ when I flex. Boy, I'm too fly, hit the ground, no effect. I was like, oh, that's so fucking... <laughs> that's just a dumb shit. But then, yeah, at the end where he just like... Where someone just goes like, call that rapper dead. Because he dead. <laughs> it's like... What the fuck? <laughs> that wasn't even funny, but also, no fainted reference? Like, you know, uh, rapper might as well be dead because he fainted. You know what I'm saying? Like, that type of shit. Like, that was just such a cheap thing, especially at the outro of the song to say, call him dead because he dead. Like, what? You know, this is a Pokemon album where you're supposed to be making Pokemon references, right? Like, what are you. What was that? <laughs> I was just reminded by that that the fucking flex and like Machamp comes up <laughs> yes! a few times. Again. Uh, it's like, come on. It, it's, it's, and, the thing is, like, the first time you hear it, it's cool. And then as soon as you hear it again, yeah. you're like, but dude. <laughs> oh. And I feel like I'm going to end up saying this a few times. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it once now. Mm. Peso Pete can fucking. Go! <laughs> go away. He can fade away. Oh, go away, Heat. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Everything he touches. That was Stop! Dude, that was the dude at the end too. In the track. I was yeah, of course it was. If it sucks, it was Peso P. <laughs> See, that's the rule for this album. If it was whack and made no sense or just sounded like shit, odds are it was Peso fucking P. Yeah. Oh, No Rivals. I think that had a really, uh, double. I think it used the surf music. I think it remixed that. A lot of oh, these beats. Oh, yeah. A lot of these beats are remixing, like, actual Pokemon shit. A lot of them from the OG shit. That was shit, a solid too. one, actually. That was, I did like No Rivals, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed them remixing the OG shit and, like, making it sound really tight because it's just like, oh, shit, we're really, like, you took this seriously and we're really bopping with this shit. You know what I'm saying? This is like, this is nerdcore, take it seriously, goddammit, you know? <laughs> I feel like we gotta backtrack for just a second. Mm. First track, Woke Up in Pallet Town. Yeah. This song annoyed the hell out of me. Okay, it starts off with what sounds like Mario sounds, which was weird. Yeah, okay, that's, I completely forgot, but that's right. You have Mario sound effects, and you have Yoshi going off in the background. I don't know what the point of that was, but whatever. Once he gets started... I was loving his energy and his flow. Uh, I have written down here, very heavy on Pokemon references, which is fine, but with 14 more tracks, uh, he's already referenced a ton <laughs> yeah, of like, oh, uh, where characters go? <laughs> and moves. So it's like, all right, if we're doing this the right way, you, you need to scratch out all of those. You can't use them again, but he mm. does. But what frustrated the hell out of me was that this isn't a full track. Oh, you're right, yes! Right when he fucking gets going. Oh my god! He's like, hey, hey, come on now. You can't be going this hard on the first track. Instantly <laughs> huh? making this track 
unli- like the replayability right. of the opening track gone. <laughs> You're so right. Why would I ever re-listen to that track? Oh yeah, about halfway through, he just fucking teacher walks in the room and l- flicks the light switch on and off a few times because oh we're going too hard on the intro track. What the fuck? What's the problem with that? Yeah. It was a really good song oh and you God. fucking ruined it. I couldn't believe that when that happened. I was just like, <laughs> but so why <laughs> God damn. You can't be going that hard from the beginning. Relax. What the hell is going on? I'm not gonna lie though. Second track in, I was already kinda getting tired of the Pokemon references. Like, either either you gotta be doing one of two things. And I feel like because it's such a well, long is a relative, you know, term compared to these albums, but with 15 tracks. He's trying to jump from one foot to the other of doing the, I'm making Pokemon, I'm making Pokemon references, but I'm also saying, you know, some shit you'd hear in a regular mainstream Right, like song. I'm popping these guns, uh, we're sipping lean, but tying it into like directly hip hop things like, oh, we popping these, we, we popping bullets like Bullet Seed or something like that, you know, some sort of Pokemon reference like that, you know. But when you do that, neither are believable anymore. Like, <laughs> I, I get you, if, right. If the point of it was, I'm a rapper who lives in the Pokemon world, mm. and I'm talking about my surroundings, and, like, I'm in the fucking game. Yeah. And if you fucking start the album with fucking video game sounds, maybe that could be your fucking thing of, like, oh, he's like fucking Captain N being sucked into the fucking TV. Right. And, oh, I'm surrounded by the fucking... But then it's like, okay, well, you're not. Okay. Yeah. But you're also talking about, like, all this, like, hardcore rapper shit, but not all the time either. Yeah. So I can't buy that fully either. <laughs> right, I get what you're saying. So both of them just kind of feel half-assed, unfortunately. Yeah. Now, I think best track on the album is Harry Along. Okay. Easily. I, I, have, I even have quoted, and I don't quote much on this album, but I did quote these. Mm-hmm. Uh my goons with me, please don't start no stupid shit. Run up with them Dracos, out like they don't care about who it hits. Who could get Shofu in his element? Diazzi on my neck and wrist, pull up in a phantom, Gengar hop out like an exorcist. I was right. like, okay, right. that's pretty clever. And then he goes, uh, I tell him grab a flying gym and I flip it like an acrobat, pop a top and I read his ass the Snapple facts. I mm-hmm. thought that was clever. Yeah. <laughs> and even Scoot. Fucking Zip Zoom Scoot. Scoot was alright. Uh, he stumbled out of the gate, but I thought he picked up momentum as he went and uh, got stronger uh, as the verse went on. Yeah, I think that's a pretty standout cut, honestly. It, his was the one where it was like, uh, let's go back, 96 was the year, talking about like his first time playing the game. And I thought he was going to do more of that, but then it just kind of became a prag rap verse. I was like, all right, that's cool, but... But I thought you were going to do something. <laughs> you know, it was like one of those things. So with you got Hurry Along and No Rivals back to back, I think those are the two best. Mm. Unfortunately, though. Splash? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was fun enough. Again, I think mm. the nostalgia and the beats. And again, if you like Pokemon and you on some, on some uh, uh, you know, hood shit... Yo, this is the perfect crossover for you. You know what I'm saying? I think this is this is for you. You know what I mean? The, but, the problem with Splash? Yeah. Too much Peso Pete. Yeah. 
No, no, no. They both kind of do the jump on the beat and I splash thing. But it kind of works because it's like it's the hook. Even though uh, splash... Uh, I, wait, was that the move that doesn't do anything that Magic Carp has? <laughs> yeah, it's like, why would you say splash then? <laughs> wait, am I getting it wrong? So when he says jump on the beat and I splash, like that's like I get in the in the context of oh I'm talking about bragging I, I, I'm doing my shit, but like literally in terms of like well you know this is a Pokemon album and people are gonna be thinking about Pokemon so if you say I jump on the beat and I splash a move that does nothing, I, <laughs> like jump on the beat and I struggle. Oh, yeah, no. right? Like it just kind of felt like a but. It like, you know, it's like, oh, that would work if someone didn't know Pokemon, but this album is specifically for people who know Pokemon, so... Yeah, there are some references on this album that do require you to know about Pokemon. Yeah. So then when you throw in a fucking noob reference like that, right. it's like, oh no, you're looking like a fool, you're embarrassing yourself in front of the in front of the cool kids. Yeah, and then uh, Splash ends really awkwardly, because it's just like, it ends with that one line, and then it just kind of like fades really quickly, where the one guy just goes like, oh, it was fucking Peso Pete, that's right. War turtle all up my enemies. Killing y'all like it was remedy, remedy, I am a god in my city. And then it just kind of fades out. I was just like, the fuck was that about? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Double Team I thought was really fun. Like, after a while, I was like, all right, I know what they're all about. So they're going to just live and die on how good the beat remix is and how many good like how many good punches, uh, Pokemon punchlines they can make that will actually throw me off, right? And and they actually did that on a lot of them. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, uh, they had the one line uh, where they said, like, uh, you can get left behind like Ash's Butterfree. Nigga on they ditto. They just trying to be another me. Like, I like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> then we get to Pokemon Diamonds because, of course, we have to have this track. RC. <laughs> RC, please. I'm begging you. This... This was trash, right? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Glittery auto-tuned trash. <laughs> I was like, please, I don't know if I can handle it. If you're going to come up and say, oh, Diamonds Diamonds was a bop, though. No. <laughs> Wait, Can't do it. I'm a nigga, I got a Pokemon Diamonds, Ruby and Sapphire, got a nigga. Dude, they were trying so hard oh, to sound like, God. oh, this is the mainstream uh, hit right here, huh? Diamond, oh, Diamond and Pearl, huh? Because, like, the Pokemon get you like that, Ruby and Sapphire, huh? Get it? We're, we're referencing shiny gems in relation to mainstream hip-hop does that, but but with the video game Pokemon, ah! I think the king again the, there are certain songs where we'll just be like okay you're calling this the king how is that a pokemon reference are you just in general saying you're the oh okay i mean because you know you're setting up all this album to be about pokemon so when you title the song and it just has nothing to do with it it's just i'm just the king like I mean, all right <laughs> you know um and this is the one with the the uh slightly uh confusing one or two lines where he's like uh got a white dragon on my wrist yeah got a bob sagging on my left yeah what Huh? What? <laughs> Got a Bob Saget. What, is <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it's one of the it's one of the couple tracks where they do this pitched down part, and God, I hated that. <laughs> I thought that was so unnecessary and didn't add anything. Just like, why is this happening? The slow down, pitched down. I was like, ugh. It's like a confusing vibe you're going for. Like, what vibe am I supposed to get? Is it supposed to be fun? Yeah. Is it supposed to be hard? Is it supposed to be menacing? Right. Like, what's going on? Um, then they get fucking Z-Move, and they fucking drill that goddamn joke 
into the fucking ground. Yeah, I mean... Repeat it so much. As a mainstream appealing-sounding uh, song, I liked it more than the Pokemon Diamonds. So I do have to give oh, it yeah. that, like, wrist flick like Z-move, diamonds dance like Z-move. And, you know, that is actually, like, a thing, like... In the newer yeah. Pokemon games, yeah, you do you do a uh, for the special moves that your character does a dance before the move happens. So it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that little reference there, right? Um, but yeah, oh, there was this line in particular where it was just so like didn't rhyme. It was like, uh, never cross me, bullet punch to pierce the prism armor, necrocrosma, hit the pump and I'll leave you senseless more than Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah! Hit you where you least expect it, just like Clefable. Like, what the fuck was he doing? Oh. Like, that wasn't even going to slightly rhyme. And then it was just like, the way he tried to make it rhyme, like, through there, by changing the Clefable. I was like, but that didn't even help make it rhyme. Like, what are you doing? Now, I will say, my favorite track is I Don't Understand It. Wow, I gave that a zero. Oh no! That one I think had the most energy. I think you were just done. You were tired and you were like... <laughs> I looked at the four and a half minute runtime. I got two minutes in and I was so fucking annoyed by it. <laughs> fucking Pete. Low energy ass on this. Like, Pete ruins it. If there was like a high energy, Pete was that fucking brick wall that was just preventing that shit. But I, was, but I looked at it and I was like, no, I can't. And honestly, Alpha and Omega, I was like, I, I wasn't here for either of them. Oh, damn. I liked Alpha and Omega because I thought it was kind of like epic sounding the way they fucking had the beat like come in, like where it slowed up the beat, where it really was impactful when it dropped. I kind of enjoyed that. It's like you just keep bringing in more and more members of this lispy crew and no one's impressing me. Like, you keep bringing in dude after dude and I'm like, oh, maybe this guy. Eh, maybe this guy. No. G. Ye is alright, and Matt Hudson are okay later, but, like, everyone was just kind of okay. I liked certain bars, but yeah, it wasn't like a, ooh, I'll always remember this guy's verse, and ooh, this one sounds specifically different from that one, you're right. But I will say, and I don't understand, I really enjoyed the energy of that one. I thought it was just so intense. We had it straight to the lead. Walk in my gym, you're gonna leave empty-handed. How you gonna expect to come in here with no clout? Nigga, I don't understand it. <laughs> Ain't about the money while you open your mouth. Nigga, I don't understand it. Like, I love the energy of that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I and think then, I hated when the songs just repeat themselves so much. I get like, what you mean. Repeating the don't understand it was a very much... Yeah, that uh, hook felt like it went on twice as long as, as it should have. You're right like, in that respect. Like repeating Z-move on Z-move. Yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Like, they're doing these things that I feel like... I would give a pass if I liked the rappers better mm. or if I just generally liked the song. Like, like a lot of these things, I'm going to go back to um, uh, Ski Mask. I really liked that Ski Mask album, and he did a lot of things on that album that I generally probably wouldn't like, but because he was bringing a different energy that I liked personally, I was like, well, no, it's fine. I can overlook it. I, 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 I can fucking ride with this. But... It was just, I think it was just the, A, I was over the whole gimmick, like the gimmick felt tired, and the flip-flopping back and forth between the gimmicks of, I'm this hardcore rapper, I'm this nerdcore rapper, I was just so sick of it, I guess, by that point. Like, I I've, I had mentally checked out by, uh, by Don't Understand It. I feel like, yeah, if you're by, like, track 11, it's just like, oh, another song with... 
<laughs> a flurry of Pokemon references. Like, what is what exactly is different from this one as opposed to the one I just heard, mm. right? Like, and what is really different if I'm just going to be like, well, when's the Meowth reference coming? When? <laughs> you know, it's the yeah. countdown. Um, but I will say, like I said, like, while at the same time I'm pointing these things out, I was like, I feel like, but there were some good dope punchlines in there, like, that I can't front on, right? Like, um... I did like the one where he says, uh, uh, quick to use a fin to mark your end. See, I'm a different kind of sea king. You rock with steel. I leave you sinking. Hit yourself in your own confusion. What the fuck was you thinking? Like, I enjoyed yeah. that, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, and then there was this one lyric. Okay, so one lyric I, I kind of have to uh, dock points on, right? Where he's like, uh, amnesia, you slow, bro. There's no way you can stop me. Kyogre, motherfucker, everyone gonna know who I be. And I was like... Okay, I am in Pokemon and interested in it, and I don't remember who that was. <laughs> like, does everyone know Kyogre? <laughs> if that was the joke, maybe that like that no one does like. <laughs> and then Payday, I thought was a solid enough joint. I, I like the uh, trading bars on that one. Um, Final Battle again, like I thought these were interesting and fun enough, but like you're saying, it's just like if you're not with it up to this point, like. There's no way you're, like, any person is going, well, I didn't enjoy the first ten tracks of, uh, you know, just Pokemon references. Maybe these next five will get me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not... <laughs> I think that's really when a fucking hit its lowest peak was with I Don't Understand and Alpha and Omega. The last four cuts, uh, Payday, Final Battle, uh, Cami Cloud, and The Goons, I think it uh, stepped up in quality for those last four, but, like, I still just thought they were, like, just kind of okay. And can I point this out real quick? <laughs> because I know it's a thing in the cosplay community also. C can we have rappers... Can we have these guys stop saying they want to fuck Misty? She's 10, okay? <laughs> well, like... <laughs> for, for, I'm, I'm just going to say, first of all, I did not realize she was that young. <laughs> like, even I Googled it, I had to check... <laughs> I was like, okay, See? I know they're all kids. How old is she for real? Oh, fucking 10? Y'all gotta cut it out! <laughs> See, that, it, I was only thinking about it in terms of like, well, she's the one female uh, person everyone knows. So if someone said, oh yeah, you're popping it for me, like, well, it's either gonna be Misty, Officer Ginny, or, you know, like... <laughs> and they do fucking do the Officer Ginny. Look, but there are other trainers in more recent games... Well, I don't know when this album oh, came out. Oh, that's true, that's Maybe. true. No, because they do reference some other, like, actual Pokemon trainers in the game, so they could have if they wanted to, yeah. It's just when fucking Misty comes up in my head, it's just like a... Ah, ah, yeah. ah, stop! <laughs> <laughs> Abort! Get out! <laughs> do you know what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Google is free. Why didn't you check? Uh, intimidate you pussies, the apex, you gonna hear me roar. Which I thought, like, was a bit of a missed opportunity. I thought he was gonna say something like, these bitches run away when they hear me roar. Because that's specifically the annoying oh, ass yeah. thing that happens in Pokemon when a, a wild Pokemon roars, and then you're, like, forced to flee because the Pokemon gets scared and has to run away. Like, that yeah. would have worked to just make that connection more, you know what I mean? Instead of just going, you're gonna hear me roar, and that's just the tail end of the song, you know what I mean? Like, just a little yeah. bit something to punch it up. And also... I'm pretty sure they used Vanillish and Frillish, like, a couple of times. Oh. Because there was, like, one of the times, yeah, like, my bitch white, like, Vanillish. It was just, like, so many times, like, okay, I get it. I fucking get it. It's not even that clever of a thing to use. Like, right. <laughs> um, yeah, and then The Goons, it, it was the last song, and I enjoyed it on the same level of, like, 
oh, this sounds like the, you know, the theme song for Team Rocket, right? Like, oh, I come in with the goons, you know? So I was able to enjoy it on that level. And I think it was also uh, a, a, a lyric in here that I really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, He says, uh, we 30 deep like Ashes Tauros. Kill a hater quick. I, I just be lacking morals. You just food to me. Watch how I snack on these morsels. You ain't even effective attacking all normal. Like, I thought that mm. was dope, like, right out loud. Yeah, you know what good. I'm saying? <laughs> but, oh, yeah, and it was, oh, that was the thing. Like, the last track, Kami Clouds. He says, my bitch white vanillish. And then on this track, he says, uh, fill, fill it right, bitches like my vanillish white. It's just like, you already said it. I'm trying to look up because I can never remember its name. Um, my actual favorite uh, Pokemon. I don't think they get referenced because I think I remember their name. Sigalith. 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 Uh, S i g i l y p h. Look that motherfucker up. Sigalith. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> it's so fucking weird. So I love that looking. little guy. Yeah, what the it, psychic flying type? Yeah, it's like an unknown uh, that evolved in, into being able to fly. Oh, you were rocking with a Pokemon all the way into Generation Five, were you? That was the first one I had played. Um, oh. I actually, I was not a Pokemon kid at all growing up. Wow. And okay. I only um, once I got a DS. Um, I was like, well, let me, you know, I've always wanted to check it out, so I picked up, uh, Pokemon Black 2, and that was mm. the first one I had played, and then I played a little bit of X, I want to say, mm. and I bought Sword, but I, I honestly, I just, I just never played it. You know, you know I what it is? I feel bad, like, I've got it, never played it. And, and you know what's interesting, because, like, okay... Uh, the, the amount of games there are, which are essentially the same thing, is a similar yeah. feel to this album. <laughs> like, a lot of yeah. songs that are essentially the same thing. But if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. You know, like, if you're already for it, you'll enjoy it. That, 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 that's how I, I'll say this album. Um, although to say, because uh, you brought up your history with Pokemon. Okay, so for me, I play Pokemon, like, all the way back. Like, I, uh... I didn't get it when it first, first came out because it was in black and white. And I remember seeing it, at, like, going over to a friend's house and seeing it and be like, oh, my God, we got to play this game. How can I get this? You know, this is the, the fucking shit. Uh, and then I remember my mom got me yellow. And I remember feeling like I was, like, Mr. Hot Shit because, oh, shit, I got the one in color. How, 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 how do you like me now? Like, you know, I, I just had to wait a little bit. And, bitch, I got a colorized motherfucker. What? You thought you were so cool because you got the first one. Well, bitch, mine's in color. And it has the coolest Pokemon on it, bitch. What now? <laughs> and he's following me around. What now? And then, yeah. uh, so I got yellow and then uh, gold and silver came out. And we got gold and I think we might have gotten silver as the companion piece. I, I always forget if I had gotten silver or if I had gotten crystal, which was after that. Which is the one oh. where it's like, you know, oh, um... I think it's one with the dogs, right? Like, where it's like, oh, you saw the next uh, hundred and so Pokemon, but here's this extra game where there's like three more, you know? <laughs> you know yeah. how that got you. And, uh, because I remember getting the gold with the, with the Ho-Oh, and I remember getting mm. the one with Lugia. Can't remember which one that was, but then by the time the dogs came, I definitely got that one. That was the one with uh, Crystal. 
And then after that, I think that was when the real third generation came and I was like, I think by that point I was like, uh, you don't get any more of my money, Pokemon. <laughs> you got me two times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this is, you're like, this is essentially the same experience. And like, it's one of those things where it's just like, after a certain amount of Pokemon, it's just like, it is kind of hard to keep caring about so many of them, you know? So I did fall out with it. And it was earlier than I thought, because I think it was like 2002, 2003 when I fell out of it. So I couldn't have been more than like, like 11 or 12 or something which is weird because like i thought i played it a lot longer but i guess not um but then you know i fell out of it and you know i, I like pokemon the aesthetic in general right like i always rock with it like when pokemon go came out i was like oh yeah pokemon like i fuck with it i still play my pokemon uh stadium i still have that shit you know what i'm saying pokemon stadium one and two you know what i'm saying uh, and I stream sometimes, so, you know, uh, follow me on the stream. Like, I had Pokemon Moon, I think, before quarantine, but I didn't start playing it until just now when I was, like, you know, bored out of my skull and needed something to keep me going, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's just like, holy shit, this is so much fun, and, the, you know, they remix so much shit where it's just like, oh, shit, you know, uh, you know, the Alolan versions where it's like, oh, it's like new types that are on, now onto the older Pokemon you like, so like, yeah. you know, Raticate, even though, you know, no one ever liked his ass, but now he's like dark type too, so that's kind of cool, you know? The catching has always been my absolute favorite, and I wish there was just a game that that's all it was. Because so much of the other shit feels like stuff you just kind of gotta do. The random battles, you gotta go to these fucking caves to pick up stuff. <laughs> right. The fucking gyms, you got. They don't no, let you go any further any unless you do this. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> I just want to catch them all. That's literally all I want to do. That's yeah, and, all I'm interested in. And you can't even fucking do that because. They keep some of the fucking Pokemon out, so you have to get the other version. These assholes, like, gotta catch them all, literally See, are saying, gotta buy both of these versions. Like, this is absolutely don't don't hate the player, hate the game type, situ uh, type <laughs> scenario here. Where these people... These people were fucking... Fucking, oh, the, the, the national decks, the national decks. You need every fucking Pokemon in this new game or I'm not buying it. You're cutting about half of them out. What the fuck is this? And I was sitting there going, well, you know, first of all, you sound really entitled because it's a big fuck game and yeah. that's a lot of data. It's impossible to have all of it in there. It wouldn't be if all you did was catch them all. <laughs> no. You have to bug the game down. With the gyms, with the bosses, with the Team Rocket, with all the random trainers, with the mega evolved shit. If it was just walking around catching them, you probably would have enough space and room and memory and all that to have every Pokemon in the game. But, because we can't do that, we can't stray away from this time-tested and true formula that we've been doing for 30 fucking years about. <laughs> now you can't just go around catching them all. You have to have all the battles. You gotta walk up to the fucking Pokemaniacs and the Fishermen and the Sky... No! Oh, oh, and you gotta trade your Pokemon in order for it to evolve to that third no! level. Ah, you son of a bitch. Like, that was Fuck what I didn't know for the that. longest time. I didn't know that shit for the longest time. And I had like a couple of Pokemon that like never evolved. I was just like, God damn it, what the hell do I have to do? They're almost at level 100. What the fuck? 
Little did my dumbass know I should have just Googled and been like, oh yeah, by the way, you, you were supposed to have had a friend who already bought the game. Uh. <laughs> you sons of bitches. Wait a second, I need friends too? Oh! No, they said like, oh, but uh, we're doing it to encourage friendship and to encourage people to hang out. Like, yeah, uh. you're, you're doing it to encourage motherfuckers to buy too, you sons of bitches. Don't, don't act. Don't act like you're doing it because you're just such nice guys who are just trying to bring friendship to the world. Fuck off. <laughs> you didn't account for my social anxiety. Game freak, what are you doing? Still gonna play your games, but fuck you. <laughs> there was a game called uh, Nino Kuni and the Wrath of the White Witch. Uh, it, it was like stu Studio Ghibli uh, animation. Oh, shit. And it was like part of the game was walking around and catching... They weren't like Pokemon, but they were like familiars. It's kind of the same mm. thing. And because it's Studio Ghibli, it's probably like a metaphor about like how you know capitalism is destroying our souls or something to that effect. Main character, the boy you play as, uh, he woke up and his, and his mother was gone. And uh -oh. you come to find out that there's an alternate reality where his mother is a queen of like this universe. Uh -oh. And... His stuffed animal in the alternate universe is like a living creature in that universe where his mom is the queen. So his mom goes missing and his stuffed animal comes to life and is like, hey, I'm from that universe. I can bring you there. You need to save it and then you could get your mom back. If there isn't a patent on the catching mechanic or trope in the game, if some indie developer can just create a game and i've never played yokai watch maybe it is like that i don't know mm. where you just go around and you catch these tiny cute creatures and you don't even need to necessarily battle them you just walk around and you, and you find them yeah you don't have to think places. about the whole cockfighting aspect aspect you know you just nope. <laughs> nope none of that none of the moral things like and the balls are huge so they're not even like cramped in there, it's like lifestyle. I don't know. The point is, maybe it could be like a bowling thing where you bowl it at them and they kind of fall it. I don't know. Anyway, what'd you give this album? Uh, I I ultimately gave it a three and a half. Um, I think it's solid. Like I said, like if you are interested in Pokemon, if you are already in this vibe and want the music that will soundtrack that vibe, this is for you all the way up the alley, one hundred percent. But as soon as you're asking for, like, why should I care about track 7 as opposed to track 14? Mm. It's like, I don't really know what to tell you. <laughs> it's one of those deals, you know? It's like, it's a solid enough groove, but it's just like, yeah, but I don't really, like... And like you said, a, a lot of the punchlines are repeated. And if they had specifically taken care to, like, shave down a couple of the tracks, make sure the punchlines weren't repeated, I could easily see this being a 5 out of 5 type of experience. Because it's like, but every song takes you to a new place. But it, you're right, it doesn't have that sort of thing, it, that sort of uh, uh, quality control thing happening. It feels like we've got a whole bunch of songs and we got a whole bunch of references we want to make. And they yeah. didn't, like take care to be like, but why should, you know, this song, be, like, it, it, all right, there's like maybe like 15 Pokemon types out there, right? Make a song that's uh, on the theme of each type. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would have been a good way to make it matter, right? You have the one dark type song, have the one, you know, fairy sounding type song that's like very nice and fluttery, have the one normal type song that, that'll be boring. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> but then even then you could make it about the Pokemon that are quote unquote normal, but are like super interesting. You know, that would be dope to, like, 
keep it specific to those Pokemon so that you can always like, because all right, the the fire one like, that track writes itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but then yeah, like it could be like, hey, you know. That they they call you normal, but you're so much more than like something like that. Mm. Where it could be like, no, you're like extraordinary. Don't let right. normal as like a label. <laughs> like it actually have like a like it can make you feel something. Yeah. yeah. If the songs were themed, each one like actually had a point, and they weren't all just we got to do some gang shit. We got to make we got to make references. But it's like then what separates that track from that one? Well, this one, yeah. we said Splash in it. That, that's on the hook. <laughs> okay, well, is it about water-type Pokemon? No. Not not exclusively. <laughs> it's like, well, then what? See, in this track, the, the diamonds are dancing like like Pokemon Diamond. But but see, in this track, the, the diamonds are dancing like a Z-move, you see. <laughs> it's totally different. <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to piss some people off. I got a two on this. That's all. I, look, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're down with the gimmick and you're down to rock with right. it for 45, 50 minutes, then cool. But it just it just got tiresome for me. Um, that's not to say, though, that uh, fucking Like Red, Hurry Along, and No Rivals. Back to back to back. Those, in my opinion, are the three best cuts on the album. But after that, it just kind of, uh, kind of takes a nosedive for me, unfortunately. But that about wraps it up for this week's show. But if there's an album that you have in mind that you would like to hear us talk about, head on over to our Kofi, that is ko-fi.com slash off. that is G-O-I-N-O-F-F. Um, the price is a little steep at the moment. We're trying to uh, play some catch-up, but we'll, uh, we'll reevaluate that as, uh, as we do catch-up and we have less albums in the queue and it gets a little less daunting. Right, right. Um, we've been doing this for quite a while now, so if you need to play catch-up on some episodes and you want to hear some you might have missed, uh, you can follow us and listen to all of our old episodes in our back catalog on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, or SoundCloud. One of those is bound to work for you. Uh, we've got our socials in the description for our uh, Twitters and YouTubes and Patreons and Kofis and Twitch and what have you. RC, what have you got cooking up in the kitchen? Well, like I said, there's, uh, yeah, always definitely uh, the twitches. You know what I'm saying? We be twitching. Uh, <laughs> you know, doing those streams. Uh, we're about to go into, I think, 2000, I think, for the next couple of streams going forward, like after this episode comes out. Uh, of course, there's always the rap critic episodes I'm working on. Uh, I am starting to, you know, tinker and, and play around with, like, little music that I've... Uh, you know, coming up with ideas for, but you know, that's that I, I like to work at my own pace, you know what I'm saying? So I don't like to like be like, oh yeah, here is something I'm definitely doing, but it's just like, well, wait, what if I need more time to work on that? You know what I'm saying? But just know that, you know, I'm still tinkering with music and shit, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, some shit is definitely in the works right now. And, you know, talking to other people about like working with stuff that's real fun and, you know, sexy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, there's that. Uh, of course, Rap Critics, yeah, I'm always trying to think of what I'm doing. Oh yeah, uh, review a new podcast. Um, by the time this episode comes out, I think we will have done our episode on uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which, oh my fucking God, that movie. <laughs> wait, wait for our uh, further review, a new review for that one, because holy shit, there's a lot to talk about. Um... And yeah, just in general, you know, just continue to do my thing like I fucking do. You know, as we always do, you know. Until next time, for going off, I'm Muse. 
And I'm Ram Critic, and could you give us some of your political beliefs? Kill everything now! Condone first-degree murder! Advocate cannibalism! Eat shit! Filth are my politics! Filth is my life!